0: welcome everyone to another slab socks monday youtube live stream my name is aaron one of your hosts today joined by nate Nate, how are we doing
1: i'm good good i'm good
0: how was the weekend uh, i think that someone uh, had a birthday yesterday fresh off
1: of a birthday weekend fresh off of uh staring at cake that's sitting out on the counter that i'm trying to not eat but there is almost an entire cake left so uh
0: resist the urge brother
1: Going to be tough to turn down, but um, I mean, it's like, apparently it was 900 calories per slice.
0: <laughs> Do not say that ever again out loud.
1: So, and there's like eight slices left on that cake. So I'm tell, in trouble. Tell
0: me, tell me how does the cake have 900 calories per slice?
1: Um, well, for starters, it's chocolate cake. There's cream cheese frosting. There's coconut in it. There's almonds in it. So, you know, nuts high in calories um i don't know but uh it's high and it's the question is is it bulk season right now for you (laughs) it's all it's it's literally always bulk season for me
0: (laughs) love it love it what's up global sports car investor welcome Uh, he says good day there legends always uh from australia checking in and uh whoever else is here welcome to the stream for today we are talking about a lot of stuff today but in general the overall theory of today's live stream is that it is buying season, uh, and there's very specific reasons for this. Many of which have to do with the time of year. Many of which have to do with the amount of cards being sold this month, towards the end of the month, and into next month alone. And a lot has to do with a lot of sports going at on one time too. Uh, a lot of the focus is spread thin between a lot of things right now. And that counts for everything that counts for auctions, that counts for shows, that counts for sports itself. Like it is just a very good time. If you have the disposable income, let's preface this entire conversation today with do not extend, do not go too far. Do not spend money you don't have. Make sure that you're buying within reason, within your own means. And with that in mind, we can have a good conversation today because there are a lot of uh, different things selling and a lot of different things up for sale in the marketplace. How are we doing, Joel? Um, How are we doing, Skydive? How are we doing, Andrew? Andrew says, who else got some deals on PWCC last night? That will be a topic of today's conversation. So please stick around. we got 33 people in here already. That's quick for uh, only being live for like two minutes so far. So thank you, everyone, for joining. And we got uh, Joel saying, just got a few PSA returns. There you go. Sell them and buy some stuff. That's the that's the goal. What's good, Aaron and Nate? How are we doing, Shane? Okay, let's jump into into today's live stream. You see right there the LeBron is the cover photo. We'll talk more about that later. First, we'll start with some sports talk. Uh Packers, got RW, W, but Thursday against the undefeated Cardinals, we potentially have a live COVID reserve list going on, so hopefully we can pull that out.
1: Numero uno on that list, Devontae Adams.
0: Yes, Devontae Adams being out will be big, but I just read in the last two years with Devontae Adams out, either injured or whatever, 6-0, and haven't lost. Well, it forces Rodgers to throw the ball around more. It does, it does, and we'll. See. it's like when Giannis is out, forces Brooke to play in the, in the lane. Uh, but let's uh let's talk about Joe Burrow here. First off, Brandon just got a MJ Exquisite 8.5 in the mail today. That is a big time card. I don't know if it's a patch auto, I don't know what year it's from, but that is crazy. Uh, OG says, Where's the best place to buy? We will talk about more about that later. Just in more like twice in three words. Uh, and then uh, Nick Foles says, What sport is hot right now? Well, we talked about that last week. Today, we're gonna be talking about that's buying season. Nate, talk about Joe Burrow from this week though.
1: Um, so. A couple weeks ago, the, the uh, Packers beat the Bengals 25-22. to 22, inepti- Ineptitude of uh, kickers there. In five in ridiculous fashion. <laughs> five straight missed field goals uh, in the last two minutes, three minutes of the game and overtime. Um, so it was really bad. And part of me was like, oh, yeah, this is a good victory. And then part of me was like, well, who have they beaten? And up to that point, it was n- not any good teams that the Bengals have beaten. So I was like, eh, maybe it wasn't a good victory. And then the Bengals went and played the Ravens, the 5-1 Ravens, the Ravens who have been taking down every team they face. And they blew them out of the water, 41-17. to 17. Joe Burrow himself threw for over 400 yards, three touchdowns, threw a pick, also only had a 60% completion percentage. But let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the good stats, the 400-plus yards, the three touchdowns. The 18-yard average on his throws and uh, Jamar Chase, because everyone loves Jamar Chase, eight receptions for 201 yards. And I saw that Jamar Chase, when his quarterback is getting when Joe Burrow is getting um, blitzed, Jamar Chase has the most rushing or receiving yards in the NFL with like 297 on the year um, when when his quarterback is getting blitz. So when you blitz Joe Burrow, he is just going to find Jamar Chase. So it's been a really fun connection to watch those two play. Um, and, uh, it's been kind of fun to see Joe Burrow prices go up since, you know, obviously he was the number one pick, but it was, everything was Justin Herbert, this Justin Herbert, that, and then for a little bit, it was like, Oh, Jordan loves going to be the quarterback in green Bay. And then it was like, you know, Jalen hurts has the starting job. And it kind of felt like Joe Burrow was just kind of a a side project for most people. But, uh, for those people that spent on Jordan Love or spent on Jalen Hurts or spent on Tua, you would have been a lot better just spending that money on Joe Burrow.
0: Even though for this specific card, it is down over the last three months of 2020 prison-based Ricky PSA 10. I do think this is a pretty indicative, though, of the base market and the grading market. A lot of these uh, weren't graded prior to the season. A lot more have been coming back from PSA submissions, getting listed for sale, Price starts to go down. However, since his monster game yesterday, uh, 400 yards and three touchdowns. It there's been like eight or nine buy it and now is at 350 dollars in auction one for 350, which is up quite substantially from the bottom, which I think was like around like was that 200 and I can't even read that 225 or 210, I think. Um, so yeah, crazy stuff for Joe burr going on. Next up on the list, we're going over to basketball. Wait, 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 wait Tyler, wait, 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 here. One second before what? you do this,
1: go back to the football. This isn't on Joe Burrow, but I should eat some crow here. Um, a couple weeks ago, I said, in my haste to make fun of the Jets, because the Jets are a very make-fun-of-worthy team, right? And to be fair, they deserve to be made fun of after losing, after giving up 50 points to Mac Jones and the Patriots um, and losing by like 40. I was very high on the Sam Darnold that is actually good and the Jets are bad train. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Sam Donald's probably a good QB or at least a decent QB. And it was just the jets that ruined him. <clears throat> so allow me to eat some crow and tell you that that was not the case. They lost 25 to three yesterday to the giants,
0: to the giants. I know
1: Christian McCaffrey hasn't been healthy and he's like the best player on the Panthers. And that's tough. If you, if your best player is out and you know, it's tough if your best player is not a quarterback, but it's, um, and then it's especially tough if your best player is not a quarterback and he is out. And so, obviously, Chris McCaffrey out, but Sam Darnold went 16 for 25, 111 yards and a pick. That's bad. That's bad. bad. That's very bad. So... Do with that what you will, but time for me to eat a little bit of crow and say, you know, sometimes you get, you get worked up. I don't try to overreact to a ton of things constantly, but sometimes you, uh, you get a little too jump, jumpy and a little too, uh, high strung and you just overreact to something you see instantaneously. And, uh, Sam Darnold was that guy for me. He's <laughs> maybe probably not actually good, but
0: again, caveat McCaffrey out. That's a big blow. Um, For everyone watching right now, please drop a comment either not on Sam Darnold because Nate just talked about him, but on on Joe Burrow. Are you buying the hype or are you not? Because Mahomes, I just posted on him on Instagram today. Mahomes 2017 Prism Silver PSA 9 is down like 27% over the last three months. Uh, A lot of people seem to be spending crazy money on Joe Burrow now, and people are kind of dumping their Mahomes. A lot of people are holding strong. I'm not saying everyone's dumping. They're definitely not. It's just a wild time to be in the market right now, I think, for football. What's up, Nate? Have you seen Mahomes' throws? Yeah, I haven't watched any Chiefs this year. All I know is that they're getting whipped by teams because their defense is terrible. He had well a their
1: defense is terrible. B their offensive line is really really bad. I mean I don't doubt it. Um, he doesn't have much time, but also throwing picks left and right, fumbling the ball. that part of the fumbling is you know he's not getting a ton of time, getting hit. But um, some of those p- picks have not been good. Just poor decision making. And I have seen a few. And uh, you, you get to a point where they play the Packers, not this next week, they play the Giants next week, but then they play the Packers, and then they play the Raiders, and then they play the Cowboys, and then they have their bye. And, uh, I mean, they could win a couple of those. They still have Patrick Mahomes, if concussion aside. Um, you know, they have Patrick Mahomes, and that's got to count for something. But kind of hard to fix your offensive line and your defense all in the same season. You know what I'm saying, yeah, so I don't know if you know people dumping burr or Mahomes if it's short term, maybe not the worst decision, considering it could keep going down if uh
0: you know you know how, you know how panicky really you, team. Are, you know how panicky the market is too, yeah, people love to buy something else the new shiny thing yep. uh Do- doge Monster says uh afternoon boys, how we doing man? uh what's your thoughts on p w c c extended bidding? We will talk about that in a bit as well. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Next up, we won't spend too much time in this, but 2019 select Tyler Hero, base rookie PSA 10. Now, this is the flip side of the base rookies is that this thing's up 55%, 56% in the last three months because it dropped all the way down to like $32. And recently after is what, a 30, 28 point and 30 point game.
1: So 27 points against the Bucks, where he shot 55% from the field and uh, went 50% from three and then 30 points against Indiana in a loss. um, And he went 43% from the field and only 25% from three on 12 threes.
0: If this is me and I either bought in low or I can make my money back if I bought in too high, I am selling these cards all day. He is a bench player on the heat. Uh, I think you got to take your gains when you can not to say that he can't score the ball or he's not actually good. Obviously last year he was terrible. The bubble, he went off and people are buying his cards like crazy, but this is the type of thing where I see it. And I'm like, Oh man, take your money when you can. Now too many people start to sell at one time. And then that, you know, you're not looking at $54 a base PSA ten for select anymore, but, and Joseph brings up a good point. A hero playing for a contract sell by mid season. Uh, you never know what contracts do to these guys when they have a contract to play for.
1: That's why know, I bought. That's why I bought. You know, dollar and twenty cent Mo Bamba Prism
0: rookies. Yeah,
1: playing I for mean, a contract.
0: When you put millions of dollars on the line, some of these guys just unlock a different uh, setting that they have always had, but they actually find it within them to do it. Yep. So you never know. Uh, I guess that leads me to say: Are you like me? Would you sell your twenty or any Tyler Hero? I suppose, given it's not something super rare, I know why people hold onto rare cards. It makes sense. I do the same. But if you had a card like this, what do you sell right now on this mini spike here, 55% in gain in the last three months? Or are you holding for, I guess what Joe might have said, you know, playing for a contract season, maybe he, uh, or a contract, maybe he goes, you know, off this entire season? Who knows? And then uh, the last card we'll talk about from Sox Pro. By the way, all this data is courtesy of SlabSocks Pro. Pro.slabsocks.com, 100% free to sign up and use data on many cards as we are working to build the database even further. Um, It is 100% free, which definitely makes the growth a little slower, uh, which we're aware of. But we're doing our best to build it as we can and make it uh, as good a product as possible for everyone because we want to make sports cards accessible, which is what we believe this can do. Uh, 2019 tops update, Austin Riley, Rookie Foil, PSA 10. This is pretty crazy, this rise. I mean, it's pretty obvious why. 227% in the last three months. Uh, Most recently going from like 120 as of early September up to around 175, it looks like. Nate, is is this is this too much? Is this a uh, sell while you can when the World Series is still going?
1: Well, I would definitely sell now if you could because you can probably buy it cheaper in a month, right? Um, so do that. Once you factor in your ten percent loss from eBay fees and stuff, if you can get it back cheaper and you make a couple bucks, a fine idea. Uh, that being said, it's actually kind of I kind of like that this is continually going up because he has not he did not play well. In the uh, NLCS he had a, a sub 700 OPS, um, which is not good. But on the year, he was a 6.1 win-above-replacement player per baseball reference.
0: Which and is really so, good.
1: <laughs> which is really good. Um, and so what this shows me is that the market, outside of like Randy Rosarina and maybe like some really random pop-up guy here or there, the market isn't overreacting anymore to one bad series or one good series in the playoffs. I think they're looking at the larger picture, which is why you're not seeing this go down despite one bad series against the Dodgers.
0: Not, not to mention a foil PSA 10 is in a different world than like a base PSA 10. Like we looked at the base PSA 10 and it could very well be dropping now because there's just too many of them also. Yeah. Although I I don't think there's probably that many. Yeah. Because not that many people are grading them probably.
1: Um, Oh, quick, quick thing, because there is a baseball question up here and I figured I'd answer it while we're on the baseball slide. Short term play, Byron Buxton, four win above replacement, 19 bombs and only 60 games. The uh, Aaron, what's the best ability? Availability, availability. And to this point in his career, and this is every single year, Byron Buxton has not proven to be available. And people just don't want to invest in somebody who's not available. And every year I say to myself, you know, this is the year. This is the year Byron Buxton finally plays like 150 games. And every year that is not the case because Byron Buxton, his body, him, Nick Senzel, you know, you can go through every sport and see a bunch of guys who, uh, Julio Julio Jones for a while where he could only play 12 games out out of 16, you know. Every single year, there are guys that are going to be injured and they're going to be injured every year. And people just don't want to invest in him. So, Byron Buxton can do as much as he wants in 60 games, 80 games, 100 games. But until he demolishes that stigma of not being healthy, and he'll have to play probably a full season and then start a whole nother season before people want to invest in him. So, while he is good short-term play, I don't think so. How about this guy? Juan Soto happy birthday turned 23 today almost he was almost birthday buddies with me
0: but instead he's birthday buddies with Katy Perry hey um can can you believe that I am uh four months older than Juan Soto is that crazy do you have like 17.7 career wins above replacement no but I have like 17.7
1: cards of Mason Mount. <laughs> Do you have 1998 home runs in your career? <laughs> no. <laughs> Tra- you're trash then. um, Yeah, Juan Soto is not in a league of his own because, you know, it's been done before. Mike Trout has just as good of offensive numbers as Juan Soto did, if not a little bit better maybe. Um, And maybe, a lo- you know, depends on what you're looking at. You know, Ted Williams, Mel Ott, all those guys – um, they were probably better than Juan Soto through the age of 22, but Juan Soto is like right there. Like if you look at some of those guys ahead of him, it's Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer, and what that should tell you is that Juan Soto is on the short track to the Hall of Fame, and that it is a very good time as long as he stays healthy. You know, Ronald Acuna was on the short track to Hall of Fame, and then he's been injured a couple times, um, and you don't know how that's going to affect him as he gets into his 30s. But uh, for Soto, as long as he stays healthy and he keep and he keeps this up through his late twenties, he's a Hall of Famer, and uh, he's going to be one of those guys that because he won a World Series and because he was set so captivating at nineteen when he didn't play in AAA before coming to the majors, there's going to be a whole generation of people that love Juan Soto and want to buy Juan Soto. So
0: I agree. I agree. Um... Laney says, I'm buying Wanda Franco. He's only going to get better, and he's already great. I'm glad you say that because we'll have some stuff to share later. I think this is going to wrap up our sports talk for today. Uh, 18 minutes in already, and we have a lot to talk about because as you see in the title of this video, it says the time is now to buy sports cards. I know a lot of people over the last 10 months, let's say, since 2021 began have gone through some pretty crazy stretches in the sports car marketplace. I'm talking like triple X price for a guy like Michael Jordan, Flair rookie PSA nine, something like that, or LeBron 2003 top Chrome based PSA 10. Then we've seen them dip all the way. Uh, we've seen other cards get hot, other cards drop. If you are sitting here right now watching this stream and you believe in sports cards as much as I do, or you believe in sports cards, even in some amount and you like the marketing, you like being part of our community or the sports card community in general. First off, we like you for being part of the community. Uh, I, I would listen to what we have to say and make up your mind for yourself, I'd say, and uh, spend within, within your means. Do not overextend, like I said. Uh, you, know, you don't want to put yourself in a position like that. But if you're spending money you can afford to lose, uh, then, then you're, in a, you're in a good spot. And before we get into that specific talk, um, I, I did go to Vegas this weekend. So I went to the, the, the Las Vegas card show, the first ever Las Vegas card show. Um, not in general, but this specific Las Vegas card show. It was awesome. It was, uh, you know, probably no more than 150 boosts. I'd say maybe that's a pr- approximation. I would say that the foot traffic was not crazy. Um, I was kind of expecting it to not be that crazy though, because Dallas is next weekend. Dallas is on Halloween weekend and I expect a lot of people going to that. I'm not going to that. Uh, but I, I did go to Las Vegas for the first time and I met some pretty awesome people. Are people are new, uh, new people. I met, uh, Doma the, uh, Ex uh, Bengals player, I think he's a Pro Bowler and captain of the Bengals even at some point. Um, and, and he is a great guy. He collects soccer cards. He is a great guy. He loves the space. He brought his son. Uh, it's, it is awesome to talk to him. He's he, you'll see it in the YouTube vlog, and there is going to be a vlog on the show that uh, my dad and I are going to edit and put together and post. Hopefully, end of this week or beginning of next week. So stay tuned for that. But it's a great show. Uh, I did. I was able to pick up quite a bit of things for reasonable prices. I felt, and I want to just say that a lot of times people gauge shows and the popularity and the interest. And should you go based on, are there a lot of people there is it hyped up versus, you know, on social media? Is it, you know, is this big person going there? And I guess I might, you know, I don't want people to like, look at, you know, us and say, like, Oh, is slap going or not? That's a show I should go to. or shouldn't go to like, don't think that way because I can't make it to every show. And they can't make it to every show for sure. You know, between the two of us and a show is good. If there's good people there, if there's good cards there and if they're offered for good deals. And that's why I found in Vegas because the foot traffic was not insane. Sellers want to sell and you walk away with good cards. Same thing happened to me recently. a show actually yesterday in the local Milwaukee area, small show. You find one good booth, one good seller, some good prices. And that's a great show for me for going, you know, like not everything has to be, is this the most hyped up show ever on social media for me to go? Uh, I just find shows that, you know, you know, people that you, that you can uh, relate to are going to, and, and it was super fun. I had a great time. And it was cool going to Vegas for my dad or with my dad on on his birthday. So it's a very fun time. And I just want to point this out. I posted an Instagram reels of some crazy cards I saw at the show, but this was probably the craziest pair I saw. Uh, two PSA 10s of the 2008 Tops Chrome Gold out 50. One of the Kobe Bryant card with LeBron Guardian. One with LeBron throwing the chalk, talk, uh, chalk toss. Um, if you remember the BGS 9 of that LeBron sold through Premier Auction for like like $34,000 for BGS nine. That's a PSA 10. The Kobe card is even bigger than the LeBron. So you can just imagine how big those two cards are against each other in the same case. I was walking around the entire show day two to try to find it, to get that little video snippet. It was crazy. Very, very cool to see. Moving on to all the sales and different happenings of this past weekend. So this past weekend was a massive PWCC PWCC premier auction, plus a massive golden auction. Um, There were, Obviously, hundreds and hundreds of high-end cards ending. Uh, the biggest of most, probably the biggest card out of all i them, actually the biggest out of them all, was this LeBron Exquisite number 23 out of 99 BGS 8.5 selling through Golden Auctions. Um, this sold for $2,400,000. This was the all-time high for any grade 2003 Exquisite LeBron card. And I talked to some people that are very much into this high-end market and the general consensus is that this was an insane steal. Um, I know that $2.4 million seems ridiculous to me. seems ridiculous to Nate. It seems ridiculous to every single person watching the stream probably. But in terms of the people that can spend $2.4 million on a sports card, uh, it's general consensus that this was one of the biggest deals that's happened recently. Is it because not that many people are watching the auctions? Is it because too many auctions were going at the same time? Is it because too many people got tapped down? and they bought other things in the recent times? I don't know why the exact reason is because I'm not someone spending this much money on sports cards. But what I can tell you is that from what I've heard, this is potentially like 50% less than what some people thought it would go for. or would bid if they wanted to add this, I guess, and they had the money. So take it for what's worth. I don't know why. Um, I guess congrats to the buyer in that standpoint. But uh, that was the jersey number 23 of 99 of LeBron. Exquisite RPA. Joseph said, did the 8.5 hurt the card? I mean, yeah, like if it was a 9.5, this card would have sold for higher. There's no doubt about it. But given that's a jersey number 23 out of 99, I don't think it matters as much as if it was just a random other out of 99. LeBron collectors go crazy for the jersey number. Uh, Same with Kobe collectors. Same with Tom Brady collectors. Same with MJ collectors. It really has to do with like the super high in space. When people are spending this much money on cards, they want to find every single reason possible to get the best one over the next person if there's something that makes an out of 99 LeBron RPA better than someone else's, they're going to want it. And this is the case here. And while $2.4 million is a great sale, it's all time high for this card. um, Supposedly this was a steal. So take it for what it's worth. But I think that that's just a way to lead into these next conversations we're going to have. Quick question for you. Yeah, Nate. Do you think that maybe we're hitting a
1: cap on like, obviously there's a lot of rich people in the world. And there's a lot of people that could spend $2.4 million on a card. Not bad an eye. But not all of them are going to be into cards. And I'd venture a guess to say that not even 99% of them are into cards. Um, so do you think we're maybe hitting a point where it might not be worth having multiple million dollar cards if you can't find somebody else that's willing to spend multiple millions more than you spent on it to buy it from
0: you? I think that that's a fair point to bring up. But I also say that people probably said that when a Tom Brady contenders PSA 10 was $400,000, right? Yeah I, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, you, you just keep moving the goalposts
1: down the line, right? <laughs> exactly. uh, but it's just it's just one of those things that like, I mean, and and yeah, we see $400,000 cards selling all the time, 500,000 and 30,000 60,000, even $60 cards, you know, you put a every single solitary Fernandez T's PSA base PSA 10 that gets put up is going to get popped for 200 plus dollars or whatever it is right now. Every single day. If there's 30 that sell on that day, all 30 are going to sell for like 200 bucks. And if there's 30 and so I get it, but <laughs> it feels like it just to me, there can't be that many people that can just look at it and be like, Hey, I can drop $2.4 million right now and not bat an eye on
0: this one singular piece of cardboard. I will say this is that this theory always remained the same way in the past, but it's even more prevalent now because there's more people in sports cards. All it takes is one or two, physically yeah. two. All it takes is two people that want this card bad enough to have the money to bid on it. For it,
1: But then you have people that expected this card to go for more, and then it. not enough
0: people wanted it badly enough for what people thought it should go for. That's, That's where true. I'm coming from. That's true that's true and you you never know i guess you never know who's in it for what when what day who's bidding you know that type of deal um what's up bazooka tom i will say you know if you're sitting here watching this right now 2.4 million well i'm sure that none of us in the stream and maybe there's one person in the stream that could buy this or a few uh congrats to you guys for being able to maybe buy this card but uh drop a comment if like 2.4 million dollars makes sense for this card given the market Try to look at it from the outside looking in, not like, you know, us to have like $0 to spend on something like this, but like just in general, what do you think of this sale? Steel, not steel, steal, overpriced, underpriced, same deal. Just let us know your thoughts because it's, it is an interesting thing to think about and pick apart and it brings up a good point. Um, and I will agree from the sole standpoint of, you know, we saw so many people get into sports cards in such a short amount of time that eventually that entrance plateaus. You can't keep on adding people that rapidly. There's not that many people in the world who become that many people that rapidly to spend cards on or money and on if, cards. And if
1: if somebody spends $2.4 million on one thing, they probably don't have, you know, unless they're super rich, they're not going to have $2.4 million to spend on something else. Or if they spend their million on five $200,000 cards, right? You know, eventually you're going to get to a point where all these millionaires that had money to put in right away get tapped out and they're holding on to the cards and until
0: they move the cards. Right uh caesar thoughts on the vegas show so i did actually talk about that i think like five ten minutes ago but i loved it it was awesome met some great people bought some great cards great deals is i am no complaints at all great venue too um ian says it will be worth more 10 years from now that's for sure remy says stealing the big picture i think that's why a lot of people spend 2.4 million dollars on the card someone's not buying buying us for 2.4 to sell it for 3.2 yeah to flip it now yeah they don't need that 800 grand if you're spending 2.4. No, not and that. If you, do, nice. if, you, if you do, you're being foolish with your money. <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> now, this was uh from the PWCC Premier auction. This was the first month we didn't cover the Premier auction, given uh, for the standpoint that we were covering the monthly auction, which we will talk about more in a little bit, as I said. But these two sales here are just astounding to me for two reasons. One, the card on the right. Nate, this card. I was watching the premier auction on Saturday night. This card was at thirty five thousand dollars when extended bidding started. Thirty five thousand dollars went from thirty five k to two hundred forty k within an hour. That's multiple, 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 multiple bids on that card to get it up to that high. That card is a one of one, and you would think if it's a one of one with the number two that that's coming off his jersey, game used jersey, and it's selling for two hundred forty k. That's a manufactured patch in upper deck black. That's over 240k. I worry that someone didn't know what it was. I mean, they very clearly stated in the description that this was manufactured. It's, it has nothing to do with them not PWCC not saying what this card is or exactly. If it's a 35k one extended bid starts, and some people who have a ton of money just see that and start tossing the bids because like, oh my gosh, one of one game use number two Kobe signed. I can't reason. It. At all in my mind, I know that these cards are tough to grade. UD Black is just like Noir, where a BGS nine would be insane. But I don't think that that moves the needle in this to get to 240k. Maybe they don't care if it's game used. Maybe they don't care, but compared to game used dual man, Kobe and Steve Steve Nash one of one 8.510 from Exquisite, that's up for 156k.
1: Yeah, give me that all day. Give me that and then and the ninety thousand dollars, please and thank you.
0: Yeah, all all day, all day every day. Uh, i will say that just because we think that doesn't mean that everyone thinks that clearly because this would not have happened if everyone thought we what we thought but that's our thoughts i don't know if you all have different thoughts' So let us know in the comments but wow that was one of the biggest surprises to me i think and there's a ton of other huge cards that sold as well all right what do we got next this was insane uh my guy shined 150 on instagram he hit me up he's like Dude, I got one of the craziest cards ever. And he is right. One of one, triple logo man, Michael Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, PSA 10. The only PSA 10 exquisite logo man ever. I don't really have any words for this card, I think. And people have their own thoughts. I'm going to have my own thoughts and say that I think that this card is more relevant today and should be more valuable than the Mickey Mantle 52 PSA 10. There's three Mickey Mantle 52 PSA 10s. There's only one of these, and there's only one exquisite long man ever-degraded PSA 10, and it's got the three most influential basketball players of all time. Aside from me thinking that Steph Curry is a more influential basketball player than LeBron James, I mean, a ton of hate for that, but I think that people already did what LeBron did, and Steph completely remade basketball for, like, the youth in a big way. Nate, I, I, think, I, I'm, I think so. I think Steph is more influential than LeBron James in the grand scheme of things, and how he changed the game of basketball. MJ already did things LeBron can do. Kobe did things that MJ could do because he studied his game. Other than being a physical specimen of LeBron and stuff, Steph Curry altered how millions of people play basketball around the world.
1: I, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I, I don't think people wanted to shoot threes as much as they did after Steph Curry. You go into a high school gym nowadays, and you're probably going to see kids shooting around at lunch, and they're not driving. You know, They're not practicing mid-range J's. They're shooting yeah. threes, yeah. Um, so I, I I I get you, but there's a difference between most influential for basketball and most influential, you know,
0: in general. In general, <laughs> Adam uh, Heroes for Sale says that's quite the spicy take, Aaron. <laughs> and, very and, very spicy. I did, I had some a lot of arguments with my friends, high school friends, over that. It's spicy, but like like I I I do I do get it. Knowing, knowing the
1: age I am and how I grew up, and uh, watching Steph Curry in college when I was like in high school, and then and then going on from there, and um and just after Steph Curry, you know, s- seeing people pretty much abandon abandon the uh, the inside the arc shot, and watching teams that just you know the Rockets, the Bucks for a few years where they're just like threes and drives, threes and drives. That doesn't happen if Steph Curry's not around.
0: I I normally agree with Michael Hamm. Uh, he said kids want to be like Mike, like Kobe and LeBron, not so much Curry. I really want to be like Kobe when I was younger. Kobe was my favorite player uh, pretty much of anyone. Uh, I never really gravitated to LeBron that much, but I can for sure say I was a playground leader for two years uh, when I graduated high school. Was around kids between the age of five to 12 for two full summers. The amount of kids that came to camp that had Steph Curry jerseys on, or Steph Curry socks on, or Steph Curry shoes on, was I didn't. There's no one wearing LeBron shoes that is like between ages like five and twelve. Everyone's wearing Steph Curry stuff. These kids are obsessed with Steph Curry, and everyone's trying to shoot threes like Steph Curry. I I would venture to say more kids want to be like Steph than like LeBron. And this this brings up the you know
1: influential to the game or just overall influential because obviously LeBron is way more influential than Steph Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry might have changed the game more just from the three-point aspect, but you know, Shaq also changed the game and you're not going to, you're not going to pay as much if Shaq's on here instead of Kobe or, or LeBron or Michael Jordan, you know?
0: Oh, let me, let me walk this back too. I meant exactly what Nate said. I think Steph's more influential to the game than LeBron, but Nate's right, LeBron's a more influential person, in the grand scheme of things. And Steph this car would not be even close to as valuable as if LeBron's on this card. I totally agree with all of that. So, like, that's just the only caveat there is what I'm trying to say, is how I've seen the next generation act about Steph versus how my generation acts about LeBron. I don't know about you, Nate. I feel like me and many others want to be like Kobe versus LeBron. I, I've just always felt like that. Maybe that's just because of where it's from. I don't know. You know, I, I can't speak for the overall youth. That was my age, but that's how I felt, and I feel like St- Steph was like the next guy after Kobe for that.
1: I was a uh, more of a Michael
0: Red against LeBron guy myself. <laughs> Michael Red, <laughs> what's up, Magic? HB says, "Let's go Braves! Let's go Braves!" Indeed, Lou. I'm sorry. I hate the Astros. I do not want them to win in the slightest. I hope they score zero runs in the entire series. Fun fact: in 1982,
1: when the Brewers made the postseason, yeah, they lost to the Cardinals in the World Series. Yep. In 2008, when the Brewers made the postseason, they lost to the Phillies. The Phillies went to the World Series. I can't remember if they won it. I don't think they did, but I can't remember. They might have. But they went to the World Series. In 2011, the Brewers lost to the Cardinals. Cardinals went to the World Series, won it. In 2018, the cardinal or the Brewers played the Dodgers. Lost to the Dodgers, the Dodgers went to the World Series. In 2019, the Brewers played the Nationals. Lost. Nationals won the World Series. In 2020, Brewers played the Dodgers. Lost. Dodgers went on and won the World Series. In 2021, the Brewers played the Braves. Lost. The Braves are now in the World Series. The Brewers have literally never lost a game against a team that also lost to another team that went on to the World Series.
0: Crazy! That's wild. Some wild stuff. I do not like baseball. <laughs> I, I hate baseball. Angry. <laughs> uh, Nate, I don't know if you've been able to dig into the new Bowman Chrome Mega Boxes yet, or or anything. I have about not.
1: Them? I, I know they were. I, I saw. I saw a thing on them the other day, but I haven't dug into uh, anything about it.
0: Maybe that's a new YouTube video breaking down the Bowman Chrome Megan box to see if it's worth it at retail or eBay price. Right. All right. Uh. Oh, here we go. Matt, uh, This is very much worth saying, too. And I should have said this earlier. Aaron, I just jumped down, but any love for Max for stopping caught the ending and that crowd was impressive. I heard like 140K. Yeah, there's 400,000 people that went through Austin this weekend for the Formula One race in the United States, uh, the first one in a while. And it was a great race. Max for stopping, Lewis Hamilton. Dog fight at the end uh and won by like a second or two two seconds i think uh great race good to see america taking it up and it really reflects the card market i mean people actually do care for a lot of people that say they don't care they definitely do in america there's a lot of people that care about formula one and worldwide too which is why the cards are so expensive what's your thoughts on the f1 madness uh my thoughts are one literally the color just keeps going up i've for the last like four months, colors only increased in price number, like the numbered ones of their poses, their specific poses Two, um, there's a lot of fans. And three, I don't know what happens when the season ends. If when the season ends in December, um, are the cards going to dip like it's basketball season, like it's baseball season. I'd assume so. So I would just be careful if you're paying a lot of money um, with the season ending in December. I know there's some good races left and it's gonna be a dog fight between Max and Lewis. So we'll see what that does in the market, but just a, uh, Tread lightly, I suppose. All right. This is the segment of the live stream where we turn this over to talking about the time is now to buy sports cards. So I'm going to share my screen and we're going to do some different things here. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to show you on the screen. So for the last two and a half years now, Nate and I have been sending out a newsletter every single morning, literally every single morning for the last two and a half years. I don't think there's been a single day we missed in the last like two and a half years now. Every single morning, we send out a newsletter that has top auction targets on eBay, different cards. This is this morning's newsletter. Um, Literally, I'm live sharing what went out this morning. Different cards from eBay uh, that you can target in the different sports that, you know, we just think are are worth having for the long-term. And if a short-term opportunity comes up to buy them and to uh, sell them, then do it. Um, You know, it's really user discretion advice, though. You know, like this is just some ways to, to see what, what we might be keen on or looking at. And you can take it a step further from there. So that goes out every single morning. And the way to sign up for that is on our website. If you go to slabsocks.com, you scroll down the homepage, you'll see about slabsocks pro. You'll see about our podcast. It's this thing right here. Uh, it says Sl- Sunday slab inbox trading trends. We're going to get that switch to the daily slab in- inbox trading trends. But I guarantee if you put your email in here, you will start receiving this newsletter. Now, On top of that, we have got a newsletter that just went out today through the exact same audience. And it was all about the PWCC monthly auction. Now, hear me out here. I know there's 120 people in here. Just please stick with me and hear me out. I know there's a lot of people that have different thoughts on PWCC. We are a partner of PWCC. Everyone knows that by now. Um, I really like the team over there, I really like what they're building. You know what they've done in wake of all the eBay news to build bidding integrity, to build everything. We've we've done multiple videos on it. Uh, we talked to Jesse two weeks ago for like 45 minutes. He's detailed everything. Well, the monthly auction for baseball ended last night, and I will tell you, I sat there, I sat there, and I watched it, and I couldn't believe what I seen because I don't know if I can blow this up or if I can zoom in. And y'all can see here. Yeah, I don't know if y'all can see that. You you can. I see yep. that. We bought three Wander Franco cards last night. I bought 2019 Bowman Chrome Wander Franco Auto PSA 9 for $775. I bought a Bowman Sterling refractor number of 199 PSA 10 for $110 and a Bowman Chrome Sapphire PSA 10 for $130. The last eBay sales were an average of 1250. dollars on the Auto PSA 9, was 252 dollars 2 days ago or three days ago on auction of the Bowman Sterling and was 200 for the Sapphire PSA 10. Now a lot of people listened to what we had to say the last three weeks, and may have guessed, hey, should I sign up? Should I not sign up to bid on this auction? All the baseball close cards closed last night, but all the basketball cards are closing tonight. I just sent a chat through the, or I just sent a message through the chat that has a link to sign up for the PWCC auction through our Slabstock specific link. If you go to that link and you look at all the basketball cards ending tonight and you take some time and you review which cards are ending, you review the cards you like, you watch and see what's going on. I guarantee if you just take a little bit of time, you can find deals like I did last night. There's 40,000 cards ending through this entire auction within one week. Uh, The auction was combined between two different months because of the, the eBay fiasco and having to build their own platform and everything. The platform one looks fantastic, two works fantastic, three was the most exhilarating time I've had buying cards through an online experience. It is an extended bidding based model, which is like the premier auction, like the high end auctions, except it's for every single card in this auction. And we have video, we have uh, Instagram reels we put up detailing out and YouTube shorts the extended bidding model within the first 30 minutes after 7 p.m. Pacific time, you have to have a bid placed on any of the basketball cards for tonight by 7 p.m. Pacific time. If you do not, you're not eligible to bid on an extended bidding. By the end of 30 minutes, if a card does not have a bid, it closes. After that, it's every five minutes it needs to receive a bid. Otherwise, it closes. After that, it's every one minute. Just please, if you like buying cards, if you have disposable income to buy cards, take a look tonight on the Premier Auction. I just sent the chat Maybe I can send it one more time if anyone wants to get. It. And it's also in the link in the description to go and sign up for, or to at least get onto the marketplace, um, to 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 start bidding on these cards. And we're gonna look at the basketball cards live here right now. Now on top of it, I sent uh, uh that I sent that um, or I, I showed you all how to sign up for our daily newsletter. I'm also gonna send the link in here for the um to actually access this newsletter right now. Cause we went through and we linked out so many different cards. I'm scrolling pretty fast here, but like there, we linked out so many different cards ending in tonight's auction that we think is worth keying in on budget corner autographs, top picks for basketball. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. And maybe I can just copy this link right up top here right now and shoot it into this chat. Uh, Andrew, I will say that it is an auto refresh. It's a completely an auto refresh based auction you don't have to manually refresh, which is why I love the platform so much because you don't have to. But I, I will say, I guess if you want to make completely sure you can. Um, oh, I see. I zoomed in. That's why I couldn't really see what I was doing there. Okay. So that was just me talking about last night's baseball auctions. Uh, I witnessed it and I totally believe that this is the time to buy if you can. Um, it's worth a look. 100%. There's basketball cards ending tonight from every single year, pretty much. Uh, pretty much every single player you can imagine other than, I guess, if there's like a super low on rookie because there's probably no slabs going through there. But I, I was pretty impressed with, with what was going on. Now, here's the actual platform itself. And throughout the night tonight, you will see this carousel up at the top. You'll you'll see the the different slabs are getting bids. This is real time. And you also see right here, it says day two, Bass Buck's in bidding starts at 7 p.m. Pacific time, which is 10 p.m. Eastern time, 9 p.m. Central time. You have to place a bid on a specific auction by that time to qualify to bid and extend the bidding. Now, here's all the different cards. Now I want to do this because when you sign to the platform, you're going to see this. You're going to see 29,000 different results because 10,000 baseball closed last night. You're going to see all the, old card, all the old cards first, starting with 48 Bowman to 57 tops. And like I know that that might not be the realm for everyone. Maybe it's the realm for some people. It's definitely not for me so i want to show you some tips right now on how to navigate this auction because my dad's like dude aaron like you know i'm not a whiz with these auctions like i don't really know how to find what i'm looking for well i was like okay dad let me help and then he's like well you should show everyone else too because you know it's a very fair point people who have never used this might have no idea how to get to cards so if you look on the left here you're going to see live and you're going to see close. you're going to see a current bid where you can actually put in the different bid range if you want to card your And then you've got the closing schedule. Yesterday is baseball. Everything closed that day. 25th is basketball ending tonight. So on and so forth the rest of the days. I'm going to click here. I'm going to click basketball for tonight. So now this is going to only show me the basketball cards. It goes down to 7,000. So we've got 7,000 basketball cards ending tonight. Uh, Well, I don't. (laughs) Everyone has the ability to bid on 7,000 basketball cards ending tonight. Oh, so this is a crazy card. This is literally a card of a basketball player. Single cut using post as screen. <laughs> it's pretty cool, actually. Uh, okay, but this is what I'd recommend. First off, search by player. If you have players you like and you want to invest in, just search by a player. Uh, it's as easy as typing in Trey Young, hitting enter. And uh, there you go. You pull up all the different Trey Young cards. Now, this is by featured. You can go by highest bid if you want to see the high in Trey Young. And we'll mention really quick if you did navigate to slapsocks.com, to putting your email to sign up for the newsletter, I did not create a um I did not create a auto sign up yet to where it sends you the, the email from tonight if you sign up, which I should have done. So I just pasted the link one more time into the chat to click that to get onto this exact email right now that I showed you, and we'll set that up right after this live stream is done. So if anyone does sign up and wants to get that, you will receive it via your inbox. But here we go. So here's all the highest bid Trey Young cards right now. You can also go by lowest bid. There's a one of one PSA 8.5 Trey Young select patch. Uh, you can go by lowest bid and I'll show you the cheapest tray on cards. You can bid on literally $10 to get a tray on PSA nine rookie slab right now from Chronicles starting bid means that no bids are placed right now. So you'd be the highest bidder right now. If you were to bid on that, uh, you know, and then if it says current bid, like right here, $11, that means that the winning bid right now is at $11.
1: Aaron,
0: okay, me, Go ahead, Nate.
1: Before I forget, I just went and looked at my cards. I was watching. Yes. Eloy Hid Topps tops mystery redemption auto PSA nine.
0: Let's wait, 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 wait. Let me let me show. I'm it. not,
1: not going to tell the I'm not going to tell the price. Wait, don't show it. Don't show okay. it. All right. I'm going to have you guess. So on September 30th, PSA nine sold for 105. dollars What did this one sell for? September on? 9th. No, September 30th. Yeah, 105.
0: 105.
1: One ended last night on PWCC for how much? Eighty bucks, twenty eight. No way, twenty eight. And I wasn't on.
0: I could have had it. Let's look. Oh, I can't type in auto. I guess. Let's see here. Oh, I I gotta click close. You'll have to go to closed. Yeah, yeah my, that's my bad. Maybe I can go one step further and type in mystery. Nope. Nope. PSA nine, maybe I'm just going to do this. I'm going to go to close. I'm just going to go lowest to highest. Cause there's only 57 items. Uh, okay. You said how much? 20 some 28 should be right. Dude, 19 bucks for a 2019 bone chrome green shimmer auto. Oh, come on. 21 for a BGS nine five auto. I think
1: that's another Mystery Redemption. I'm pretty sure the... Here's a Heritage Real One
0: Auto that sold for $22. There it is. There is Mystery Redemption that sold for $28. So, if you're watching this right now, and you see this, and you're like, holy cow, I can't believe it just happened. I couldn't either last night. Please do yourself a favor. Go to the link in the description or click this email I just sent to get to it as well. And find some items to buy tonight in basketball. Tomorrow night nine football, the next night in soccer, hockey, boxing, the next night in Pokemon, the next night in the final round, which is all sports combined that just barely made the sign up. $49 for a flawless patch auto. Bowen's best blue refractor auto, PSA 10, sold for 46. Hey, look at this. 9, five, 10, finest gold refractor auto, sold for 72. Hmm. I mean, I know that everyone has their own thoughts on if they want to use uh, this platform or not, but I will say if you like a unique opportunity, to acquire cards you might not be able to acquire for prices you don't wanna pay, check it out. This is the first ever auction on their own website. Everything takes time to build. Uh, it took us three years to build slab stocks to what it is today. This is their first time ever running a 40,000 card monthly auction. I know in the future is gonna be less cards because this was two months combined. Definitely take advantage of this if you can. Um, like I said, in the description of this video is the link to bid on the uh, auctions tonight. That's how you get on the platform. I can send uh, the link one more time into the chat as well. And let me also re screen share the window for the presentation. There we go. Oops. One second. I got to mute you. I just got to grab the. Oh, keep messing up. Hey, what's the car last night that you wish you would have bought? <laughs> um
1: that. <laughs> Eloy. But uh if you need another one, the uh Mojo the the Mojo variation wander PSA 10. How much did I go for?
0: 1750 or something like that. Oh. Wow. All right. So there's a link. I will just make it known as it says in the description too. We are a PWCC partner, we're an affiliate. Um you know, I wouldn't let that sway you for making a decision to do this or not. We only make partnerships that we believe in wholeheartedly. Not made a single partnership during my three years of slab stocks I didn't do because I didn't believe in it. I spent three years building slab stocks with Nate to, uh, you know, to do things like this. And that is why, you know, we're promoting this auction from the fact that we think that this is a unique opportunity you need to take advantage of if you want to, and you have the money to spend because I got those wanders. I'm sure y'all can find basketball cards tonight, football cards the next night. And like I said, go to slabsocks.com. Please put in your email to receive all of this week's newsletters. And uh there you go. That's, w- that's what the, the deal is. Bazooka Tom, so will one three-point put PWCC auctions on its platform for results and prices? I have no idea, but I, I'm assuming uh, not as of right now. So JR Sports Cards in response to Magic says, Aaron, is the shipping and fees high when you guys want it sent to you? Forgot what the guy from PWCC said. JR says shipping is around $7 and they charge tax, I believe pwcc but it's you know sales tax for the state nobody only only
1: sales tax if if you don't put it into your vault vault if you put it into your vault then it's like two percent tax to take it out which is better than five point six percent or whatever It's actually one percent
0: so what i'd recommend doing is when you register to bid you also open up the vault account when you buy your stuff get put into the vault and then pay the one percent to get shipped to you you pay one shipping fee for all the cards it's just one percent of the insured value um, is the charge on top of the actual shipping, and it shouldn't be peanuts compared to if you're buying through eBay or buying or buying shipping you directly. So there we go. I'll send the link one more time for anyone that didn't get it. It's also in the description of the video to register a bid for tonight. Um, tons of different auctions ending. These are the ones that we were able to snag last night for baseball. I also snagged a Walker Beeler Heritage Auto PSA ten for two hundred sixty dollars. The last sale was five hundred fifty dollars on eBay. Uh, Otani action PSA nine from 2018 heritage regular for like $190 and then Bowman's best atomic Acuna rookie PSA nine, which are super rare by the way for 160. So I was very confident in those. It's fun. It is fun bidding in the extended bidding model. I know that doge master said earlier, like, Oh, I feel like I'm not going to get my cards because of it. There are so many auctions ending that it's impossible to track them all. You will find steals if you take the time. Uh, Jim, I think some of it has to. Do, so, Jim asked, Why do people put cards in a vault? The whole point is a touch feel and take pictures of my cards whenever I want. I totally agree with that. I mean, I have so many cards here. I also have cards in the PWCC vault. Um, some of which, for you know, ease of listing, if I want to list them, I can list them right away. Albeit now it is to PWCC's either auction platform or a fixed marketplace, but in reality, the I nice thing about it is that they're insured for a very low amount. um, and they're discoverable by many through just putting them on there. I mean, there's 65,000 cards listed to a fixed price marketplace. Uh, but also, I wouldn't do it with cards you want to have in your personal collection, in your hand touching, taking pictures with. I think that you need to figure that out for yourself as you see fit. Not None of my personal collection cards are in a vault. That wouldn't make sense. I totally agree with Jim. And also, the the next reason is, one, if you put it in the vault, it's a small fee. And then you don't have to pay the sales tax on the, on the buy. It's just it's, to go in the vault. It's like the 1% fulfillment fee. It's free to put it into the vault. If you fulfill it to yourself, it's 1%. And then here we are at the very end. So on top of this all, I will say tomorrow, we have our normal scheduled break stream at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time is the soccer breaks. I am doing soccer. I, we already have tops from MLS sold out and we have some packs left of 2018 tops Chrome Bundesliga hobby, which is Kai Havertz, Christian Pulisic, Weston McKinney, Timo Werner. All these packs and boxes used to be worth a lot more when these players were super hyped. Uh, I think now is a time where if you're looking to buy some soccer players on the cheap, it, it might be a little bit risky, but it could be worth it because these players were much ex- more expensive in the past. Uh, I am breaking a couple boxes of that. And then on Wednesday, Nate is doing 2020 Optic Basketball, which is already sold out. And we just listed like right before the stream, 2021 Topps Chrome, Ben Baller, Baseball Hobby Packs, pox, hobby, pox, hobby Packs, Hobby uh, Packs. This product is actually super hot right now. Tops just released it, and honestly, the cards look amazing. Uh it's got like a very sapphire diamondy look to it but not sapphire. Uh pretty sweet. Rose gold out of 10 is a beautiful parallel and uh pretty affordable. $16 a pack. Nate will be doing a box that on Wednesday. And uh yeah, Nate's excited. Yeah, I am. Should be good, Time. All right. Something a product I've never opened before, so that's kind of cool. True. It is a product I've never opened before. I've never opened it either. So we'll see. We'll all find out together. Um, last things. One, thank you everyone for joining today. Great stream. Lots of uh, excitement and talk about the marketplace too. Don't forget, link in the bio is f- to uh, go to uh, Magic says any surprise breaks be listed on Tuesday or Wednesday. So, right now, this surprise break would be the Ben Baller for Nate on Wednesday. For me, yes, there might be something listed tomorrow or tonight. I'll post that soon. And it's probably going to be 2018 Topps Chrome Champions League Soccer, uh, the blue box with Messi and Lukaku on the front. And then, like I said, PWCC link in the bio of this video. Please sign up for the email at slabsex.com to get some targets in your mind and then do further research and look even further on the platform since there's 7,000 cards ending tonight. And uh, yeah, get your bids in before 7 PM Pacific time. Cause then you're ineligible to bid on If you do not bid on it before that point, 9 PM uh, central time is when the extended bidding starts. And the auction last night closed in an hour and 15 minutes. And that's every single card. Most of the cards closed before that, but the last card closed like within an hour and 15, which is a pretty reasonable, reasonable amount of time. I'd say Nate, anything else to add? I got nothing. Nate's got nothing. All right. Lots of people in today's stream. We do appreciate you all coming. We we will be back at the same time next week, 6 p.m. Eastern time on Monday for our weekly YouTube Live. Hope you all have a great rest of your day, great rest of your week. We'll catch you all tomorrow for breaks for soccer, Wednesday for breaks for Nate for baseball and basketball. Enjoy some Monday Night Football, and hopefully the Packers win on Thursday, even with Adams potentially out. All right. See you, everyone. See you guys.